it's been a long year when I tell you it's been almost six months since we last aired the episode our last episode and I just want to say a lot has happened Uh, we have grown some of us have parted ways and others have moved on to better things I am others we have definitely moved on to better things um, in regards to growing our business growing our mentality growing our love language growing our space growing our peace and evolving pretty much and I just want to take the time out to sit here and vent on this podcast for a second because I woke up this morning and I was just like bro I want to do an episode I haven't done one in a long time and I feel like I got a lot of things on my chest that I really want to say but I want to keep it to one topic one subject and um, I feel like the title of this episode is perfect the title is how to not settle for mediocrity honestly because I've been doing some soul searching and I just really feel like it don't run in my blood it doesn't run in my blood to be mediocre and I feel like a lot of things that I've been going through have been eye-opening to see just how far I've come but just as far as I've come there's a lot more that I have to go through um but I'm hoping that no I know that it'll get better so I just want to take this time out to do just a a episode I don't know how long it'll be I don't know once I start smoking we'll just see what happens um yeah let's go We are back. Um, Again, as I said in the intro, we are back. Uh, There's a lot of things that while I've been away, I've learned uh, regarding a podcast. Number one, meaning I don't have to change the music if I don't want to, which is great because that takes a lot of pressure out of trying to make it more entertaining, more engaging for people um I'm just gonna say what's on my heart and we'll just see what happens um the pressures of everything that's been going on the last two years will either break you or make you honestly and I'm here to tell you that baby this ain't for the weak it is not for the weak so First, I want to get started and just talk about what's on my chest, what's on my heart. Um, I've just been working a lot. Heavy, 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 heavy. And I don't even know to what end. But I know that I have to win. Bars. That's bars right there. But I I don't even know... To what end am I working? I'm trying to juggle my business. I'm not trying to. I am juggling my business. I'm, I started uh, going to uh, school to be a registered herbalist. Um, that takes three years. On top of that, I do also want to start going to school to be a doula eventually. All the while trying to make sure that my bills are paid. I stay healthy by getting health insurance by going to the gym while also taking care of my child and while also keeping sane and taking care of my rabbit because whether you know it or not she was very sick um around christmas eve and 
I didn't take her to the hospital or I didn't take her to the vet because I just didn't have the money to until I couldn't do it anymore and I couldn't let her suffer. So I just on a whim took her and you know what? It got taken care of. It got taken care of and we're going to move through and we're going to progress and we're going to hold her and we're going to nurse her um, and soothe her until it's time for her to pass on or she miraculously gets better, which she is now. Fast forward, she is a lot better. Um, but, you know, when you take your older pet to the hospital or to the vet, they don't say great news, you know. Pretty much they're saying that she may have cancer um, in her uterus. And, um, you know, we don't know. We don't know what's to, to come because she's hopping around, she's eating, she's just being herself pretty much, except she don't listen even more so now. She really don't listen. When I call her name, she be ignoring me to the nth degree. She she act like she don't know her name anymore, okay? Um, she act like she not potty trained. She just be shitting everywhere, okay? Everywhere. So I'm vacuuming up more and more, and I'm just like, girl, Sophia, I love you, but God damn, I know you know better. But anyway, um, but there's just been a lot of things that's just been on my mind, and I just feel like this episode would really help me kind of sort some things out. Uh, again, I don't know where this episode is going. I don't even know if I'll even put it up. I might, I might put it up because it's been a while. Um... But, you know what? My biggest fear is mediocrity. Being mediocre is, like, by far the worst fail for me. I can't imagine getting myself up every morning to do the same job every day. And living the same life with no dreams, no ambition, no motivation, no determination to succeed and want better for myself, for my future, for my daughter, for my grandchildren, for my um, my parents, or just forget all of that. Forget all of that pressure of being with family and helping them out. Is I couldn't even... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> just getting over a cold. Um, I can't even imagine just not being able to see myself or, or impress myself. I'm not even in competition with anybody. I'm just trying to do better than I did the year before. Okay. I'm trying to do better than the five years before. But my struggle is, is I want to jump. I don't want to walk. I don't want to crawl to my destiny. I want to jump. I want to run. And the biggest lesson I have learned in the past three years since I turned, ooh, two years, let me not age myself, since I turned um, 30, more specifically is ever since I turned 27, I have seen big changes in my life, really, really, really big changes. And that took for me to hit rock bottom in a relationship that I had no business being in and trying to find my self-worth, trying to find out that if people really actually do care for you, love you, um, respect you, want to be around you genuinely because they're rooting for you. Um, and I had to learn, no, and I'm not trying to be jaded. I'm not trying to judge or whatever the case may be, but growing up in a household with love and light was always there. Love and light. Jesus will take care of it. Turn the other cheek. That's all I knew. That's all I understood. I didn't really understand the grit, the fangs, the bite, the venom that comes with claiming your throne, claiming your crown, cl 
claim into the skies of being the God in your realm. I didn't understand what that took, the blood, sweat, and tears of what that took. And, but I always knew, I always knew that being mediocre was not it for me, period. So I just want to read the definition for those who do not know what mediocre is or mediocrity is. The definition is the quality or state of being mediocre. I don't know. <laughs> that don't really, that don't really define the word, but, um, let me see. The better definition is to only, of only being of moderate quality, not very good. And to me, wasting your life at a job that you hate and complaining about it every day or being in a relationship that you hate, you low-key hate, or being in situations that you low-key hate or that are not good for you, but you're too lazy to move or you're too stuck to grow is the biggest fear for me. And I know not a lot of people are like that. A lot of people are okay with getting up every day, working for a job uh, for 40 years, coming home every single day, tired, not living out. They didn't have any dreams. They didn't have any goals. They didn't have anything to wish upon. They just are living and breathing every day as it comes. Good for them. Good for them. If they don't feel like that's a problem, that's a worry, hey, good for them. I guess that takes off a lot of stress and a lot of pressure that I know I put on myself. I know I put a lot of pressure on myself. And <laughs> I was talking to my mom about last week and I was telling her, I was just like, yo, the pressure that I have on myself as people say, it makes diamonds, but I don't want to be a diamond. I want to be a ruby. I want to be a rare stone that's hard to find. I want to be something that someone that is once in a lifetime, a godsend, a stark being, uh, a shooting star that, you know, I want my name to echo throughout generations. And I don't know how I'm going to get there. But as long as I continue to shoot for it, that's all that matters to me, honestly. Um, but I do want to say that there's just a lot of things that are on my mind that is just really, I woke up this morning and I was just really in my feelings about being mediocre, you know, it's like, when I look around and they do say, don't look around, don't measure yourself against the successes of other people on the internet because the internet be lying. This is true. This is very much so true. So I try and keep my head down. I do not measure myself in the ways of other people's successes because you don't know what it took for other people to get there. Same as the people who look at me and like, oh, she thinks she is better than because she got here. Baby, you don't have no idea what I've been through to get to where I am. And then when I look up and I see where I am, I'm still not satisfied with where I am in my timeline, but I also have surrendered to the pressures that I have given myself in relation to time. Now, I have also surrendered to the path that I am on, that I may not know all the answers. Um, and that's okay. I look for the answers. It has made me more aware of my surroundings. It has made me more prompted to listen to clues, listen for um, guidance. It has prompted me to encourage myself when days when I don't feel like encouraging myself um, because I know I got this. Once you surrender to your path because you know the fire that burns within you, if you have that fire, I'm only talking to the people who, if you have that fire, and you know that you're supposed to be great. You know within the depths of your soul that you're going to be great. 
you surrender to the power because you already know that you already there. You already got it. You just got to take the steps to get to your destiny. And that's what pretty much I've been doing, you know, but along the way and some of the situations that I have been in for the past year has really opened my eyes to see that there's a lot of people that don't want you to be great. And it's not because of anything you've done to them. It's because of what they see or what they lack in themselves. So it's like you are calling them out without calling them out. And a lot of people can't face the mirror that you're unintentionally showing, you know? And they're like... Wow, when I look at her, she's supposed to be doing this and this and this. Like like me, like me. But she's not. How is she being able to get up every morning and still take care of her kid and still pay bills without having a job? I mean, now I do. Now I work for myself. Um and still trying and still keeping her hobbies. And still going to the gym and still making home cooked meals and still posting on Instagram and still trying to have a, a optimistic attitude and still meditating and still giving and still all of that. How is she doing this, baby? Because I will tell you, and here's my answer. Honestly, my answer shit. <laughs> Oh, it's because I know I'm great. It's because I know I'll get through it. It's because progress is important. Progress is part of the process. Progress is honestly part of the process. And if I'm not, as long as I'm not doing what I was doing when I was younger... Not that I was doing anything bad, but baby, y'all have no idea the amount of struggles that I went through. And the more and more I get, mm, the more and more I get progression in my life, the more I'm finding I'm reflecting back to the hard times in my life. And honestly, truly, the thing that really, that really, really, really sets me apart is that I remember the hard times. And I can tell people all the time my stories. I choose not to because nobody asks, you know, but I'm trying to be more... This is part of my shadow work, I feel like. This is part of me understanding who I am and what my biggest fear are and how to relieve myself from this fear and knowing that it's not that I'm fearing my past. It's my past was given to me for the sake of educational purposes of for others. And... My story will be told to many, many people. But I have to get over the fear of judgment. I have to get over the fear of critique and criticism. And not that I did anything crazy. My life has been, I mean, I haven't really done anything um, that would be like, oh my God, I can't believe she did that, you know? It's more of, God damn, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you got through that. I can't believe some of the things that you were telling me you had to go through. And yeah, I make jokes out of it. But honestly, telling people that I didn't have a car until I was 24. They still can't wrap their head around it. And yet, yeah, there's some people that can. But if I go into details as to I had been trying to save money since I was 15 to get a car 
And every single time I had $1,000 or I had $500 saved or, or whatever the case may be, my parents needed the money. My parents could not for some reason. I had two parents in a household and they relied on my check, my little bitty check from McDonald's, my little bitty check from Forever 21, my little bitty check from Texas Roadhouse, you know, and I might get a little emotional, Jesus, but don't hold it against me. But this is some of the stuff is hard to talk about. A lot of times I say, I don't remember. I don't remember because a lot of it is trauma, you know, but I do remember. I just don't want to go back into it because it was so painful. And I feel like if I free myself from the pain, I'll be better off. And the only way to free myself from the pain is if I talk about it. But I don't need no therapist because it, the pain has given me the fangs that I need. The, the pain has given me the venom that I need, the venom that I crave to have. Because believe it or not, like it or not, yes, I'm 5'2". Oh my God. I shorted myself an inch. How dare I? I'm 5'3". Okay. But you know how many times people be like, damn, I thought you were 5'5". Five, five. I thought you were 5'8". Baby, I wish. But you know what they see? They're like, it must be your confidence. It is my confidence, baby. Because I always walk with my head held high. I always walk with my... I, I, mentally, I walk with my head held high. I, I have learned to it's a horrible habit but i have started to um fix this habit that i did walk with my head um down because i didn't want nobody to bother me i didn't want people to think shit about me that i thought shit about them that you know i it was a lot of i needed i needed validation i needed validation to think that oh india doesn't think she's all that Oh, India, um, India, yeah, she's going through this, but she doesn't think she's better than or whatever, whatever the case may be, why I kept my head down. You know, even when I was younger, I used to look people straight in the eyes, straight in the eyes with no kind of uh, remorse for it. You know, it was never anything bad. I just looked people in the eye because I understood who they, who, like who was, who was talking to me. You know, I understood to give people that attention was important. And over the years, I do not look people in the eye. It is very, very difficult for me to look people in the eye, but I'm trying. And when you call me out on it, please call me out on it. If I'm not looking you in the eye, please call me out on it because I want to damn near death ray you in the eye. I want to read your soul in your eyes. I, the eyes are the window to the soul. I want to climb through that bitch, read your soul and then climb out type thing, you know? Um, so if you don't see me looking you in the eye, be like, look me in the eye. You know, I need to, I need to practice, stand up. I need to put my shoulders back. I need to take a deep breath and really bring back that confidence. But here's the crazy thing is I feel like I lack a lot of confidence. But when you guys see me or you interact with me, you're like, oh, I thought you had, you have everything put together. I, I misjudged you because I, you, you just seem like you have no worries. You have no problems. Everything is just all peachy, all dreamy, all amazing. But my issue is, is, we live in a world where everything is about drama. It's not interesting unless someone is having a downfall, having a bad moment, crying uncontrollably, about to break, something like that. <coughs> Jesus. Um, a lot of us, a lot of people don't care about the good. You can say it all you want, but do you live it out like that? Do you live out the fact that you don't thrive on the gossip? Do you live out the fact that you don't thrive on the 
downfall of others. Honestly, look at yourself. Do you congratulate yourself and be like, hey, yeah, good. Okay, good. It gives me time. If she's doing bad, if he's doing bad, it gives me time to catch up. Do you not say that to yourself? Everybody at some point has said that to themselves. Oh my God, thank God. Woo, she's not having, I'm not going to give her no kind of feedback. I'm not going to engage because if she engages, that means she moves to another step. And then that makes, that makes me further behind. And I feel like a lot of people do that. Not knowing the struggle that people go through. Because they don't talk about it unless it's like intentionally about to break them and then people thrive on oh my god thank god oh my god deep down deep 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 down whether you want to admit it or not we're all in competition with each other and social media has made it that way you know and I just want to tell you that I don't want to be mediocre. So my battle is not with you. My battle is not with my family. My battle is not with my friends. My battle is with myself. It's because I, the way I see myself, it's fucking amazing. Like, you have no idea the amount of strength and the amount of pressure that I put on myself intentionally because I like the pressure. I do. Sometimes it gets very tough, very, very, very tough. But I put that pressure on myself because I know I can do better. I know I can succeed. I know I'm meant to be in the lap of, in the life and lap of luxury. I know I'm supposed to be the wealthy aunt, not just the rich aunt. I want to be the wealthy aunt. I want to be the, the wealthy mama. I want to be, but I also want to be the neighborhood mom. I also want to be a doula. I also want to be an herbalist, a healer, a curandera, which is Spanish word for healer. I also want to help people. So in order for me to do that, I, there's a there's a certain amount of pressure that I have to put on myself to get there because I don't want to die with my dreams. I don't want my dreams to, to never be able to manifest and grow and breathe. And I don't want to have to come back to this goddamn planet if I fail. Okay, this shit is very much so ghetto. I don't want to be here if I don't have to be here. So I want to get all this shit done and worked out so I ain't got to be back here with inflation and and Joe Byron. Okay, I don't want to be here longer than I have to. There is bigger and better worlds. And I I promise you, this is on a spiritual note, that if if you dream and you astral project, you understand that there is worlds and there is realms and there are places that you go mentally, that is way better than this goddamn earth. And although earth is beautiful, gosh darn it, but this capitalistic society has made the pressures of being a human and living your best life damn near impossible, you know? So I want to move forward. I want to graduate. I want to get the fuck up out of here. Okay, and that's that's just on a spiritual note. It's hotter than a bitch in here. God damn it. I'm currently sitting in my room. <sighs> I'm about to smoke because I'm just having some type of morning. And I just really needed to get it off my chest a little bit. Um, I don't feel like a lot of times when I talk to friends, they understand where I'm coming from. Because I don't see a lot of people or friends that have the same drive as I do. I don't have security like others do. I can't rely on my baby father to get shit correct. 
no, can't do it. I can't rely on my parents to give me money or to let me move back into their place or um, should I can't even rely on my dad to help me fix my car because he'll just look at me and be like, I don't even know. I don't even know, you know, and I can't rely on anybody. Really, I can only rely on myself. And that's why when you see on my Instagram where I am cooking, I, I taught myself how to cook. I taught myself how to fix certain things on my car. I taught myself how to push and drive myself because nobody... I feel nobody is supporting me. And that is the most. Mm, I don't know if it's sad or it's healing or it's. Mm, I don't know what the word is, but it's so revealing to me. I guess the word would be revealing. It's revealing to me that, you know, we come into the world and we think we're going to be supported and we're going to be praised and we're going to be loved for the good things that we do in the world. Oh, well, she's a good person. Let's give her a round of applause. Let's let's give her a hand clap. Let's let's help her because we see where her potential is. We see what she's doing and I want to help. I want to be a part of that. I want to I want to see her grow because the potential that she has, I may not have that potential. But I see where she's going and I'm proud of her. No, people do not think like that. Oh my God, that is the most sobering, sobering realization that I have had to come in contact with in the last two years. And it's still a struggle to, to, um, it's still a struggle to realize because even though I've made the realization, it's still a struggle to understand that because I don't know about you. Personally, but I didn't grow up with competition from my siblings. You know, there was never, who there was never, um, we weren't competing against each other. You know, there was one time that I will never, ever forget. I don't remember how old I was, you know, because my memory is shot. Like I said, I do not like to remember a lot of things. But there was a time... I think I was still living with my parents. So I had, or maybe I came by to visit. I had moved out of my parents' house when I was 19 and I never looked back. I looked back one time and it was very, very much so. I had to swallow a huge pill just to even ask if I could possibly, maybe. And you know what my mom told me? No. She told me, no, I cannot move back in. So, um, but there was a time where I went to my parents' house, or I was still living there, I can't remember, and my little brother had told me that I will amount to nothing, and that I will work for him one day, and when I tell you that made me so mad, I wanted to put my hands on him, and I kid you not, I wanted to slash his throat, because to me, that was death words, and that's my favorite baby brother, I promise you. I mean, I don't have, I do, whatever. I love my brothers, um, but, you know, you know how you got your favorite, low-key, whatever. Um, but just hearing those words that I would not amount to anything great, being so young, and then I'd have to work for him, of all people, because I wouldn't be able to do what I wanted to do ignited a fire in me that I just really saw red. I saw blood and I didn't give a fuck who he was at that point. All I knew is I need to shut him the fuck up, you know? And that's probably part of the, the, the fire that's within me. Cause it's like, I'm not working for him. I'm never working for him. I'm never, if I could stand it, I don't want to work for anybody anybody you know but hearing him say that I was just like wow really you think that little of me your oldest sister the one who's supposed to take care of you if anything were to happen to our parents I'm I'm the one I'm the only girl I have three brothers 
And so I'm the one that I would feel like I would end up taking care of um, my brothers. Would I take care of my parents? My mom complains a lot. She complains way too goddamn much. And then my dad is like, he's easy. All you have to do is put on sports on a on a TV and give him food. I feel like, and just leave him be, you know? But my mom would complain about every goddamn thing. But, like... I would, I would be the one that they would look to, to take care of the family. But would I get that acknowledgement that I took care of the family was always my biggest issue? No. But that goes back to what I was saying earlier is I was always seeking validation for my efforts. And it's the most sobering thing to realize that it's not that I'm looking for validation from outside it's I'm looking for validation of myself from the inside because the 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 monster the fire that's inside me I want that bitch to be proud I want that motherfucker to be like all right yeah you got it yeah you got it and that's me that's me to me okay so being mediocre is just not it for me. And what I learned over the past year is that people will be jealous of you. They will be in your pockets and you, there's no reason for them to be jealous of you at all, at all. I don't understand it. I never understood it. Um, I don't grasp the concept of it because everybody's journey is their own everybody's path is their own. I can't take your destiny. You can't take my destiny. The things that are meant for me is for me. The things that are meant for you is for you. Okay. And I have seen so much jealousy around me of regarding the things that I do, but baby, you have no idea the struggle that I've been through. Do you, would you be able to handle the fact that I had to rent a car for a year and a half at $900 a month while also paying a one-bedroom apartment, while also realizing that my ex was cheating on me, while also realizing that um, Jesus, my ex was cheating on me and then come to find out once I got the job, I had a horrible experience with management, with a coworker who would report me for every little single thing from me not saying hi in the hallway, from me um, doing, helping other salespeople doing things that I'm, I know is the correct procedure, right? And I know I'm supposed to do, but being told that it's wrong because this one person said so. She has no kind of seniority besides the fact that she worked six months prior to me, but everybody listening to her. Never mind the fact that she didn't slept with many of the bosses. She didn't have an abort, a babe abortion by, um, because she got pregnant by one of the bosses. No, she was still there, but me, me just coming to do my work, just trying to mind my business while I try and sort out the fact that my car was totaled by my ex that was cheating on me. Okay. Um, me that's trying to figure out how to pay my bills. Me, who's driving to Dade City to do a job for $150 in the middle of the night, then realizing that I had a flat tire the whole time I was driving, to me trying to go back to my parents' house, which was the closest place, my dad couldn't figure out how to do the flat tire, how to change it to realizing the rental didn't have any kind of coverage because, I don't know, it doesn't cover a flat tire. 
<clears throat> all while trying to balance being a single mom, all while trying to balance um, life and the pressures of all of that, all of that within the span of two years. You want to deal with that? And I'm telling you, there's stories after stories after stories. Do you want to deal with that? No. Nobody wants to deal with that. And it, it shouldn't take for me to have to tell you my stories for you to, to, for me to get empathy from you. And what I also learned is people don't understand until they go through it themselves. But you don't want to go through the shit that I've been through. I promise you, you don't want to do it because it will break most of you. 98% of y'all motherfuckers, it would break. And I say that with all of my chest, all of my chest, it would break you. So me learning that people are jealous because of what they see. Yeah. I got a nice place now. Yeah. Because I worked hard for it because I listened when I needed to listen. I stopped when I needed to stop. I did what I needed to do, but I kept fighting nonetheless because I see myself where I see myself in the future and that's as being great okay but when y'all look at it from the outside and y'all like oh she thinks she all that because she got a two-bedroom and she's paying for it by herself you damn right you damn right you damn right i am you right you right and i'm paying for my car and despite the pandemic i still am have been able to pay for it everything okay At my car note has never been late thank god okay but there have been times where i didn't know what the fuck i was about to do i didn't have no all the whole while i've been doing this single baby i am largely single i don't have nobody to lean on nobody besides my friends and I only vent to them only so much. I don't have nobody to lean on. And every time I open up my heart to get some type of love and affection, baby, that shit is the dumbest shit I've ever met. I've, I've ever done in my life. Okay. Like even down to the, 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 the one that I, I'm not even going to say I dated him because I don't know what the fuck that was. It's like people always trying to present themselves as this am amazing, great person. And then when you really see who they are, they're trash. And that's what I keep getting is I keep getting people who are trash, who need to, they're soul suckers, who lean on you for all this information because they think they can get it from you. And then all you're trying to do is get love and affection or all you're trying to do is just get a friend or all you're trying to shit. I'm just trying to get a fuck buddy. Why the fuck are you sitting here trying to take my money? Why the fuck are you sitting here trying to take advantage of me and the things that I've done? What? I'm confused. I was up front with you from jump. I don't understand why people can't be up front. I, that's another thing I don't understand is I don't, I don't know why people can't be up front with everybody from the jump. What the fuck do you honestly, why are you so afraid to be up front with somebody? Like, why do you feel like you got to lie to somebody about some bullshit? I feel like my air conditioning is broken. Maybe it's cause I'm sick. I don't know, but this shit, I'm hotter than a bitch, but why do you feel like you got a lot of people? For what? You think they're going to fight you? What? What do you think is going to happen, bro? I just never understood that. And people lie to get into your presence. And then when they get into your presence, they show you they ass. They show you they ass when they get up in here. I, I'm telling you, the last guy I was with, Why are you jealous of me? He got on the phone one day and he was like, you think you better than everybody, don't you? You think you all that. And I said, why? I never said I was all that. I never said that. Why do you think that I think that I'm all that? 
He's like, you got your place, you got your car, you got you you doing all of this and all of that. And just running down the list of all my accolades, I guess, of the things that I've done. And I'm just sitting here looking like, baby, I'm surviving. I am surviving. I'm glad you think they're accolades, but I'm just, I feel like I'm just barely surviving. If I, if me at being the big old age that I am, that I can't say that I don't have my own place, what the fuck am I doing with my life? If I can't say I don't have a car at my big old age, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Where is my money going? If I can't say I got a closet full of clothes and my daughter is well-dressed and well taken care of, what the fuck am I doing with my life? To me, those are basic necessities. Those are basic needs. But you want to talk about, oh, I just get the bad end of the stick all the time. Or, oh, oh, well, bad shit happens to me. Well, maybe because you're a shitty person and maybe because you walk around here like you, 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 you just this end all be all but you're not really working on yourself to really be that end all be all that you claim to be and I'm the type of person where if you said something (coughs) I'm gonna hold y'all to it how you gonna sit here and tell me you can do 1500 jumping jacks but then you stop at 200 huh I'm confused I'm looking at you why you lie to me I don't care tell me you do 200 200 jumping jacks or whatever the fuck Tell me, I don't care. I don't care. And that's that's what's wrong with y'all. A lot of people, y'all, y'all really think that people give a fuck. So you gotta embellish and you gotta bring shit up. Um, you know, you gotta inflate, inflate your your progress. And so now everybody's walking around with inflated uh egos and inflated progress, knowing damn well that none of this shit you got is for real. You ain't really do the shadow work. You ain't really do the, the, the hard work that you're supposed to do that in the time it took you to do the fake shit and come up with the story, you could have got through your shadow work and really actually accomplished it genuinely. Had you really been focused on what you needed to do. But you're so enamored with having the fairy tale life story. So that way you look good. You got the dream car, but that bitch rented. You in the dream loft apartment and, and the penthouse in the house, but that bitch rented. It's not yours, but you playing like it's yours. You acting like this whole house is yours, but you got 18 roommates. Stop. Like who, who put what? Why? For what? For what? So when you see me, know that everything in my Instagram, everything on my page is genuine. Okay? I don't think that I'm all that. You think that I'm all that. I got so much shit to accomplish because I don't want to be mediocre. And I need need for y'all to really understand that being mediocre is not it for me. It's not, it never will be it for me. It never will be. Instead of being jealous, use it as energy to do better for yourself. Don't let me beat you. Shit. Or let me beat you. I don't care. Any any way around it is I'm going to be great. I'm not going to worry about where the where my next paycheck is going to come from i'm not i'm going to be able to sleep while earning money money will be coming to my bank account all the time every second of every single day and i'm claiming that shit i will have acres of land acres and acres and acres of land i will have the house that i want designed from the ground up i will have the cars that i want i will have the 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 life that i want and i will be young enough to really enjoy it my parents will still be alive my daughter will be happy and healthy everything will be in place as it should as it will be and that is just my statement to y'all So the bitch in the gym who's jealous of me for I don't know why. Get over yourself, darling. 
all this energy that you give in to me, you could be putting it on your kid. You could be putting it on yourself. All this energy, I am not phased by you. I am not phased by my exes. I am not phased by another bitch that's sitting on the goddamn bus worried about what the fuck she got to do. I am not phased. All I do is I look up. I see who, who is around me and how I can make better decisions on having better people around me to help me dig deeper into who I need to be. Because the beast inside me is growling and clawing to be out. And she is not nobody you want to fuck with. I'm telling you. She's clawing at me to come out. Shit, honestly, she's a he. If I'm being honest, the energy is clawing at me to come out. So it's not like I have a choice. Nah, this beast is a real motherfucking. If I don't, it's going to eat me alive. Understand that. So mediocrity is not it for me. It's not something I can't even, I can't even contemplate. It's not even on my level of understanding. And even on times when I want to quit, I can't. Because that bitch will eat me alive. It will eat me alive the decisions that you make the choices that you make starting with every single day when you wake up do I choose to make my bed or do I choose to not have my bed made because I know it makes my house look nicer I make my bed every day do I choose to do my chores around my house to help my house get cleaner because I know it brings me peace I do do I choose to go to the gym because I don't want I don't want to be overweight and depressed I do I don't want to be a dummy, so I'm going to go back to school the way that I can afford it, and I do. I don't want to not know how to cook, so I do it. Then, when I know how to cook American cuisine, how do I challenge myself? Let's try Chinese. Let's try Indian. Let's try Bulgarian food. Let's try Swedish food. Let's try something that challenges me, so that way I can be a better version of me i am in competition with myself i am not in competition with anybody else because honestly nobody is on this path but me and i need for y'all to understand that nobody is on the path but you nobody so i'm gonna continue to do what i do i'm gonna continue to smoke I'm going to continue to listen to my music. I'm going to continue to go to the gym. I'm going to continue to work out. I'm going to continue to learn. I'm going to continue to grow spiritually, financially, physically. And I'm not going to make no apologies about it. And I'm going to clear my throat chakra because that is one thing that all these readers say is I don't clear my throat chakra. And that's because I hold a lot of shit that I should say. I hold a lot of shit. I hold a lot of shit. And I'm not going to hold no shit no more because that's not who I'm supposed to be. I can say things without being rude. And I'm going to start saying things without being rude. I'm going to clear my throat chakra. I'm going to clear my heart chakra. I'm going to clear all my chakras and make sure I am the most aligned being that I can possibly be and that is the only competition that I am in how can I be my most aligned I'm not worried about nobody I promise you I'm worried about my daughter and making sure that she is the best human she can possibly be that is the only person that I am responsible for None of you motherfuckers, I am resp- I am not responsible for your feelings. I'm not responsible for your actions. The way y'all think about me ain't got shit to do with me. I promise. I promise. And to the motherfucker who really thought that he can go into my pockets and count all my money and try and tell me how to divvy it up, I am so glad you are gone. I am so glad you are gone. That's what you all have to understand, that there are people that are trying to see your downfall on purpose, on purpose. 
Because even if they don't see your purpose, I mean, even if you don't see your purpose just yet, they do. And you got them shaking in their boots, baby. You got them shaking. Damn, I've been on here for 52 minutes. I don't even know. I don't even know where that time went. I promise you. I'm just, I'll, I'll wrap it up right here. But I'm just saying, like, being mediocre is not it. It's not for me. But if it works for you, that's great. All I want to do is I make sure I find love, success, happiness, strength, and I am guided to my, my highest self. And if I got to snatch souls on the way because y'all motherfuckers don't listen, then I'm going to snatch souls on the way and I will give them to my, I will give them to my deities. I will give them to my spirit workers. I will give them to my spirit guys. I promise I have no problem with the balance of good and evil darkness and light i have no problems with that balance i promise i will shuck and jive to the death to the to the dark and i will crip walk to the light don't play with me play with your mama don't play with me and i'm telling you that on some a sincere, sincere note that I'm not playing. All I'm going to do is get stronger, better, faster, and grow. Because that's all I want. I'm in love and I'm addicted to the power. I'm addicted to the connections. I'm addicted to the legacy. I'm addicted to y'all remembering my name. And if not you, your kids. But I'm, I'm mostly addicted to being my highest self. And mediocrity is nowhere in that. Nowhere. 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 And I don't know about for you, but look at, look at yourself and see, am I mediocre? Can I do better? Am I making the better choices? Like... There's only two things you can do. You can either evolve or you can repeat. What are you going to do today? What are you going to do today? And on that note, I'm out. I don't know the next time I'm going to be on here, but huh, I'll be back. You know, whenever I see fit, I'll be back. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Two Girls, One Mic. This is India. Um, yeah, be great and be blessed. Bye. It was like a tent. It had stains. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. What else? And an elevator. Mm -hmm. And somehow, I don't remember calling it. And Who told you you went in it? Me. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even exist. What doesn't even exist? Your hiding spots? Yeah. But, so how are you going in there? I don't know. How did you find them? I don't even know how they were made. Wow. But the mom had a rocket ship inside. How do you know you, how do you, know you even had a hiding spot there? Because I remember. I was like four. I love it. Drink some water. I don't like this water. Why? It tastes weird. You think so? Yeah. I tried. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tried one of them and um, it was blueberry and ginger. Blueberry and ginger? I don't like it. Hmm. Well, this is just plain.
Mm. What's that? 